What's up? Welcome back to Guitar Blah Blah, the daily podcast for people that just can't shut up about guitar. If you love guitar, guitar music, guitar and gear, all of that good stuff, then you're in the right place. And if you want even more guitar content, especially focused on the best of the best guitars and the stories and the people behind them, go check out Axes and Blades on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, wherever you get your guitar content, as well as axesandblades.com. One of the things that I really love, which sounds kind of backwards thinking, is yeah, we all love gear, but really, when I see something that reminds me that we don't need to buy that extra piece of gear. And one of the things especially that I love to see uh, is when someone does something surprising or interesting with their guitar, with their amp, with whatever they have. Uh, does something ingenious, does something innovative, or just does something because they're making music with what's there and shows us that, hey, you don't need to have this type of guitar for this and this type of guitar for this and this type of guitar for this. Oh, well, I got a, I got a Strat uh, because I was into blues, but now I'm getting into heavy music, so I have to buy another guitar. Hey, I mean, if that's the excuse, go with it. <laughs> it's always fun to buy another guitar. It's always fun to get a new instrument and get inspired on that. There's a huge amount in that, especially if there's an instrument that you connect with and you're inspired with, hey, that that's the awesome thing. But do you need it? No. And is it awesome to get reminders of how you don't need it and to see amazing things happening with unexpected gear, surprising gear, and to really see how actually versatile all of this stuff is? I love that. And I especially love when it comes from really, really good musicians. Um... I think it's cool the musicians come in a range of like really gear obsessed people and maybe like a Devin Townsend, people who like really know this stuff and are into the gear side of it and all that stuff. And I also love that it comes with like the super punky attitude, which is something that I also love and how I was when I was playing in a band previously when I was younger and stuff. Like I was not aware of my gear. I didn't know anything about it. And it was just like pick up and play. And as long as everything worked and I had what I liked, it was just about finding what I liked um, as well as minuscule budget and just doing making do with what's to hand and being inspired by what's to hand and just having basically a kind of punk attitude of like yeah this is my guitar it works sounds good that's cool uh, i love all spectrums of the attitude and i love that really when you see all these different musicians it leaves it all open so you should never feel bad about what you have or what attitude you have because there's always going to be tons of amazing musicians that any of us can always point to who have exactly that same kind of approach, who have, you know, gear that's no better than this or or have all of this amazing gear that they've collected over years because they're obsessed with it. You can find every single kind of viewpoint and point along the spectrum in the best of the best musicians and amazing inspiring musicians. And I love that. Um, but I think that, you know, as kind of people who are into guitar and gear stuff, we're more aware and more likely to be kind of surrounded by and focused on the idea of buying new gear and getting into new gear. Oh, hey, I want to achieve this. What pedal should I get? What amp should I get? And looking to gear as part of how we achieve things, which actually makes sense. It's not just a kind of gear whore thing of getting as much as you can. Although that's definitely half the fun of it, right? But like it's it's about actually like, hey, this is stuff is made to solve problems and to um make stuff easier and to achieve a certain thing that's why pedals and amps guitars are made and, and new products come out that's part of what it is right uh as well as these things can just inspire us to go in new directions but i do love seeing when a musician shows us that this stuff is really just as simple as hey i plug this thing into this thing and then i could do whatever i want with it um 
that can even be as simple as like surprising settings where someone says, oh, this is how you dial in this app. We all know this is how people dial in this kind of martial or this kind of fender. Those are the best tones. And someone just uses it for a completely different purpose and dials it differently. And, you know, gear people, sometimes we're almost like, especially you see someone like a rig rung down or something like the gear people were almost surprised. Like, whoa, you you do that with it. And the person who's playing almost looks confused by our surprise. Like, yeah, you just, you know, you just, it's got all these knobs on it. It's got all these options on it you can just do whatever you want with it it's how malleable this stuff is as well as first as well as versatile how flexible it is it's like you plug this thing into that thing and then you've got all these different options all these different things you can basically do whatever you want with whatever you have and that's really the great thing and that's also so inspiring because like like probably most people listening to this like the my budget's very limited and, and always has been and and that means that you can do you you can see that i hey hey you know what i can do whatever it is i want to do with whatever it is that i have i don't need to wait until i've saved up and worked a bunch of extra hours and, and bought something before i can get started i can do it now and i can do it not just haphazardly or kind of just about manage it i can do an amazing job right now with whatever i have so that one example we have, like, can you play metal on whatever guitar? Yeah, it's going to sound different. It's not going to sound the same. No one's saying that, but it can you do an amazing job, get get stuff so that you can get an amazing sound, like what you have in your head and capture what you want from the music with whatever you have? A lot of the time, yeah, there are limitations and sometimes they could be kind of suffocating and too tough, but musicians were showing us the way about how that isn't the case. And also... It isn't the case that you can't do it. And, and also, like, they kind of open up new ways because they show us more interesting things. Sometimes the people with the most interesting stuff, which is probably why they might end up on a rig rundown or something, is because they actually have a great sound, an interesting sound, a sound that captures, captures us, a sound that people then want to replicate, a unique sound maybe. And a lot of that comes from because they just have that open-minded kind of ingenuity of, hey, I just want to get from A to B. How do I do it? I'm not clouded by, well instantly first off if i want to get there i'm gonna need to buy this and i'm gonna need that and the best thing to have is this that's super useful knowledge to have it's also super useful as a skill to be able to put that knowledge out of your mind and go what do i have where am i want to go and know that you can do it and do it really well so here's highlighting one example of that because just like other things I've talked about in this podcast, like with the recording example, it's one thing to say over and over again, yeah, you can get started recording on, you know, any budget and with whatever's lying around. But what really inspired me was hearing specific examples of people say, hey, I recorded an EP using this, or I began my first recordings using a free app on my phone, or I began with, I had this little tape cassette thing and I just used to layer up the tracks like that. To me is what inspires me, the specific examples. So what inspires me the most is not just thinking to myself hey you know it's not i can make it's about my ingenuity it's not about the gear and i can use this gear and work with this whatever i have and work with my instrument and we can i can create what it is i want to create telling myself that helps that's part of it but what really helps is seeing the examples and so i thought sometimes on here it'd be cool to share an example of that where there's just something weird or interesting in a setup or a cool story about a way that people use gear just to just because that helps us when you hear these examples break open our minds and get us out of this kind of straight and narrow we end up on this kind of like um kind of blinkers on thinking almost like in a it feels like we've got a bit of tunnel vision uh in terms of like this is for this and this is for x purpose and this is for x purpose and this is for x purpose 
Again, all super useful knowledge, but I find that the best overall mindset to have behind whatever volume of knowledge you have is this more open-mindedness of I can create these things. I can create these sounds using what I have. There's always more ways to create these sounds. There's always more ways to explore creating music and making these sounds. And that includes with like tone shaping or whether it's just I need to get this album recorded for it to sound half decent. Whatever approach it is, there's a way to do it. And I love that. So um, you get that from, yeah, interesting gear being used in interesting ways, cool stories from recording and just seeing amazing, uh, you know, a good band live or a band that you're enjoying live with something surprising about them that kind of breaks out of that and, and, and that you enjoy. And that's really the one example I want to highlight today is, is one of those such examples. Um, I went to see a bunch of black metal bands and kind of metal in the kind of black metalish kind of area, whether it's pure black metal or not, whatever, but I went to see a bunch of bands kind of playing like black metal stuff um that were touring amazing show and i bet all of you can already imagine there's plenty of uh triple rack amplifiers on there there's plenty of like you know extremely powerful unbelievably loud rip your face off mesas and there's people putting a ltd or esp eclipses into those often with active pickups right you can kind of see that that would be the gear that you would use to get us out. And of course, it's not freaking phenomenal when the guy's coming out with their, uh, you know, the either EC-1000s or the ESP Eclipses uh, with EMGs or whatever active humbuckers they've got in there and they're into that maze. I mean, it just ripped your face off and it's not freaking phenomenal and it was huge. And when you got like a guitar on either side of the stage doing on that, doing that, forget about it, man. Like, it's just, I love that. Love it. But that's not surprising, of course, right? We all, we, we can all, understand how you get that kind of sound using that gear it's freaking amazing but one of the bands playing um they did have a slightly different sound it wasn't it definitely wasn't pure straight up black metal it had elements of black metal in it you know it's definitely like harsh vocals but there were also clean vocal elements there were more progressive metal elements in it there were even some kind of post-rock elements to it but it definitely was a lot heavier than just a rock band or a post-rock band um you know, I think they describe themselves as like uh, progressive metal with black metal influence in it. Um, and it's progressive metal in the sense of the structures and in a kind of post-rock progressive rock uh, structure way rather than talking about, I know if I use the term progressive metal, you instantly start thinking about the kind of like riffy down-tuned with genty elements kind of progressive metal. Not in that way, uh, more in the sense of like, um like i say if you look at the kind of song structures and the kind of ambient sections that come in with something like um the post-rock music i mean, i'd even say for people in the guitar world like familiar with um rabia massad and like tosca you know that that progressive metal that side of it it's also called progressive metal but i just know from having conversations with people whenever you say progressive metal now they seem to jump towards the like kind of the gentier riffier downtune side of it which which is super popular so it makes sense but kind of more on that tosca side if you're familiar with that all the stuff that revere plays where you've got these like extended strong uh structures with um you know maybe some ambient sections come in elements of post rock can be in there as well as those riffier juggier elements there was some of that in there but they also they also definitely had a lot of black metal in there the tremolo picking with the harsh vocals to create this big atmospheric moments 
um, and these kind of more raw, raucous moments and some of the way that the leads came in. Absolutely. Now, they had uh, two guitarists in the band, this band, and one of them was, I believe, playing through um, like a dual work fire like, or, or something like that. I believe it was uh, one of the main amps. I can't quite remember exactly what it was they had. It might have been like the full-on kind of tread plate uh, setup, classic extreme metal kind of amp um, and just super heavy, amazing sounding amp. The other guitarist had an, a really, really interesting setup, and that's the one who 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 you would look at and like I'm making this point today and go, yeah, that teaches me that I don't need to have this fixed sense of what gear is used for what. It's just not the case. This dude, an amazing sound for this kind of music, but he was playing a Gibson semi-hollow guitar. I believe into a Fender amp head with then a 4x12 and then I uh, had a pedal board I didn't get a good look at it but I assume was also was add, it was obviously adding to the gain element there was something on the pedal board um, but that setup whilst you would not pick that off the rack at a guitar store and be like this is my black metal setup sounded incredible and even particularly in the heavier sections because this band does not have all heavy sections, like I said, but in particular in the heavier sections, these tremolo pick sections, these atmospheric black metal inspired sections, the sound was incredible. The way it cut through and had the the punch in the in the gut that you kind of want from these from these moments um, to be able to like blast you with these kind of blast beats coming in from the drums as well. It completely did that, but it had a unique flavor to it as well. I think it almost had more clarity to it. Um, in the way that it hit the highs, uh, maybe just through the combination with that Fender amp, you know, it's just, it's it's got so much kind of a clarity in there with the clean sound in the clean sections, and the kind of ambient clean sections in there. The when that that drive, that really heavy drive sound was coming in with the tremolo picked, it's on those bigger chords where you're going across all six strings, maybe. It really did just blaze your face off in, in the good way, in the way that that music should. Um, without being you know overly harsh or overly nasty or brittle it sat in the mix as it should but just lifted a little more than um you would expect not a better sound than you know two guitars both with the, the more standard setup i described for this kind of music it's not necessarily it's better but there was something a little different about it and it definitely was as good it worked it was just different some people prefer one some people prefer the other certainly wasn't as traditional but that worked so well with the band. You know, they're not just a black metal band. So it just worked so well tonally with all the different textures to have this kind of very versatile setup. Um, and obviously I would, uh, that worked really well. And I would guess that that was, that was what was going in with, with the choice making. I mean, guitarists might just have been playing whatever they wanted, but it felt to me they just sat really well with the band because across all the different kind of sections of music and different influences they were bringing in, it hit all of them really well. But like I say, it wasn't like it did well overall, but did fall a little flat at the black metal sections, at the more extreme sections. Not at all. It really ripped. I loved the sound that was coming from it. A um, little bit unique, but still absolutely killed and nailed that sound and what you want the guitar to be doing at that point and didn't lessen, didn't kind of lessen the power of those moments and didn't back off on the power or the kind of extremeness that you want at those moments from the tone and from the song overall. Um, 
you know, as much as we blab on about tone and separation, it's a part of building music. And if you, you know, as much as we can get too obsessed into it and too obsessed on the on the like guitar and gear side and forget about making music sometimes and lose sight of that, it's a part of making your music hit in the right ways to be powerful in the right ways. Of course, all this is all production. All this stuff is about making the music have the right effect. You know, just to have the chords roughly in your head and have the lyrics and put those together doesn't doesn't complete the whole impact the song doesn't explain why the chorus comes in here and just has so much power to it and all these things that the tone is a part of all the elements that add up to why that's there as well as the songwriting and so it is important and this was a cool example of how a guitarist had gone about it a different way in terms of the guitar and the gear but had gone because of going down the different path and being more of a mind and not just buying the thing that you would be told to buy for this music or this kind of music or this genre had ended up with creating something that worked perfectly with what they were trying to do and i really feel like it hit exactly all the all the points that you would need to with what this band was doing and then even if they were just been playing pure black metal it sounded freaking amazing in the black metal sections and and, and um and so it was that lesson again of you don't need to buy x to achieve y you don't need to um usually if you can find you know you, of course you could probably find some examples extreme cases or you know hey this actually doesn't have this function that i need to be able to do. Sure, sure you know I, I totally understand that but that's not the good default the default should be i'm going to achieve this with this um and i think that's how you end up in interesting places like for that guitarist and able to do the things that band was doing but also just as a spectator like i said even if they had been pure black metal and you didn't need to maybe get that very versatile and more un- unique sound in some ways if they'd just been pure black metal that sound was awesome it just it was it was completely ripping your face off where it needed to it was sitting in the mix the way it needed to have the power that it needed to for for them to have come out and played more pure kind of extreme metal it was absolutely doing it so you know as long as it's getting the guitarist to feel like it's doing what they want and it's inspiring the guitarist to make the music they want to make it's just a nice reminder of all of this gear is super versatile. You know, we talk about this gear is versatile, this gear is versatile. All of it is. All of it is. If someone wants to say, oh, the, you know, the ES-335 is a very versatile guitar, and you went, yeah, it sure is. And then someone went, yeah, so versatile you can play black metal on it. A lot of people maybe go, like, well, it's versatile. I'm not, let's not overstate it here. But all of this is super versatile um, in this way. You know, uh, all of it really is that versatile. And especially now with the way gear has changed. Like, it, like, you do not need every element, for example, to be producing as much gain as possible. I need active pickups and I need an amp with as many super filthy gain stages coming on as possible. Well, now we have preamp pedals and gain pedals and distortion pedals that sound great and are well balanced and have good usable EQs, but also have insane amounts of gain put into tiny little enclosures. Um you know, we have digital stuff, we have pedal board amps, we have all these things where you could basically get to any sound in such an enormous number of ways that it solves a lot of the problems that some of these things were introduced to solve. So like with active pickups, active pickups are useful for a whole bunch of reasons, but one of the reasons might be because of the certain way that they sound and the way that they work in a rig with metal guitar. You know, there's a lot of stuff where if, you you know, those pickups, if you just love them, you love them. Um, And they are great and they have their own sound and they do so much. But you can have 
passive set pickups here and you, they don't even necessarily need to be insanely high game or even in a solid body guitar and because of the choices we have now with amps and pedals and to craft a whole setup you can you can absolutely hit what you need to hit um, and you can make the music that you want to make as long as it inspires you um, and that was the example that I saw um, that, that got me thinking about that specific one for metal tone but I've definitely seen lots of examples of this where like I say musicians have inspired me and just surprised me with interesting things they're doing and it makes me think the bottom line is keep an open mind thinking all this versatile don't default to I have to buy something I have to get something default to how will I create this and that the ultimate bottom line there because of that for me is be as creative with your gear as you are with your music like it's a part of it the instrument and how you approach it is part of it you you can be creative in your your technical way of approaching the instrument you can be creative in your in your songwriting you can be creative in your in every aspect you bring to making music and then sometimes with gear it's sort of like well i need to buy this and i'll do this and this i need to buy and i'll do this and this pedal is more for this sort of thing be as creative and open-minded for your gear as you are for your songwriting you know oh how did this person start to bring tapping which was more of a technique used for shred stuff and start to bring it into this completely different form of music in a very subtle way because they didn't see it as a shred thing they just saw it as literally that's just me putting my picking hand fingers onto the fingerboard to fret a note that that's it that's all that is it doesn't have any necessary link to shredding or to this genre to that genre it's literally just something happening in physical time and space i'm able to utilize that in any way i want and that's the freedom of being creative of being in this case a musician i think that's a great attitude to have with your gear you can have the knowledge you can know that it comes from this genre this is usually related to this this is usually related to this so that when you need to solve a problem when you want to get from a to b you've got knowledge to draw on that might help you get from a to b but that but that guiding all of that knowledge shouldn't be a default of leaning on it to buy something leaning on it to think well what gear do i need to get what do i need to buy in order to achieve that that the default should be coming from this creative state of mind of i've got this look at everything i can achieve with this this i can do anything with this it's just about things happening in physical space and time i'm just putting this signals going from here to there and these waves these sound waves are coming out here i can manipulate everything about that the, that's within my power with what i'm provided whatever knob switches whatever additions weird ways to wire stuff and set stuff up like what can i do basically anything and i think that's just a cool way to approach it and i think there's not it's not whilst you have so many different ways to approach gear and i think all of them are valid i think that's a cool place for us as guitar and gear kind of focused people to open up to i think that's a cool thing to add to our understanding because like i said all approaches to 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 guitar and gear stuff are just completely valid along the whole spectrum and there's professional musicians at all of them from don't care about gear to like oh yeah just buy all the stuff i need to i have tons of gear and i'm super knowledgeable but i'm not i don't care about it it's just tools for me i couldn't give less of a shit about it i just know a ton about it because it's my job it's like knowing how the software works for data inputting if that's part of my job like not doesn't you know you might be passionate about data inputting i'm not i just need to know how to use it i'm not passionate about knowing how to use all of these 
different uh, kind of formula options on Excel, but it's part of my job, so I learned it. There's some people who approach gear like that. Some people who love it and they love the way it inspires them. They love interacting and they have a huge knowledge base because they just enjoy interacting with gear and that's a huge part of it. And they're kind of gear nerds and that fuels part of their inspiration and their musicianship. And then some people just don't know anything about this because they're just like, yeah, it's just irrelevant. Like, just give me a guitar. It's got six strings on it. Or maybe not even. Got a bunch of broken strings in it. Fine, then I'll make music just with a bunch of broken strings. Like, I don't care. Um, and I love that attitude as well. So it's just... It's 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 just whilst uh, we're saying that all of those are valid, which they completely are, I'm not discounting any of those. Um, but I know that on this podcast, I'm talking to gear people, guitar, gear kind of focused people. And I think for us, a great thing to do to kind of open up our mindset a little bit is to think of gear in a creative way. You know, what can I do with this? I can push the boundaries with this. There's nothing necessary in this guitar that means I have to play this genre of music. It's just... Uh, a system it's just a physical system that sends that i use to send signals and create sound waves that's all it is and it's stripped back to that and i can do anything with it and it's malleable within that so anyway that's a lot to draw out of going and seeing a band and being like oh cool he's using a semi hollow that's kind of cool <laughs> it's, just bit, it's a bit much to draw it out to like it's just happening in physical time and space man um you know but I just think it's actually, for me, a super useful thing to remember. These reminders from these musicians about just how super versatile this stuff is and to be creative in your approach to it and to be super open. And um, the the that inspires me in making music and playing guitar. So I think it's a cool thing to share. And like I say, the examples themselves are a lot of what inspires me. So I wanted to share those rather than just the the mindset itself. Um, the band, this band in particular that I'm, that I went to see was called Dream Archer. Dream Archer. So they are actually going to be the music suggestion for today because every single episode uh, there is always a track or an artist or an album or something to go check out because, hey, at the end of the day, it's all about making music and enjoying music. That's what we're all about. So as well as suggesting whatever gear stuff or guitars or builders or whatever, um, it's always got to come back to music, right? So we always have a suggestion. So that would be my suggestion for today. If you were interested in what I was talking about from the gear perspective or you thought that their music sounded interesting, um, and even just anyway, as I say, I think it's always good to check out tons of different kinds of music, even that which you think maybe doesn't sound like it's for you. is a cool thing. And as a guitar player, there might be a lot you take away from it, in this case, in a gear way, but also in a technical way, songwriting way, whatever. So that was Dream Archer I was talking about. That was the band who I saw who had this interesting setup for their music with amazing tone that may have been surprising to other people as it was to me which was cool um and a reminder of keeping this kind of mindset so that would also be the music suggestion for today would be to go and check out something from dream march so there's a bunch of their stuff i believe on uh yet yeah, on Bandcamp and on youtube and stuff and all the usual places you get your music so go check that out dream archer it's written as one word dream archer um and i hope you find something enjoyable on that even if it's just that it keeps you in mind of this kind of creative approach to your gear whatever you have like with the recording episode of this podcast when we've talked about kind of all the different situations you can be in where you can still start recording music with gear in general you can still create those sounds you can still make the music you want to make even if you don't have quote unquote the right gear no such thing no such thing and that's 
one of the awesome things the musicians remind us of as well as you know i don't know like our humanity and what it's like to feel joy and all these other things <laughs> that we need music and creative people to help us help remind us of so anyway that's the music suggestion for today um i hope you go check out dream archer and find something that you enjoy i hope you play a bunch of guitar i hope you get to grips with some old gear some new gear or whatever with a cool open mindset and just be creative with it and i will catch you tomorrow